Jordan, Jordan was before, I mean, Jordan was before LeBron, right? And, and, and when you are already cemented in people's lives as you are the greatest basketball player to ever play the game and not just, but not even just that, like you revolutionized like the way people wear like shoes, like the way per purchasing shoes, people remember Space Jam, like you, mm -hmm. you changed the game in, in, in so many different ways. We're quarantined again. Um, this episode is also brought to you by Governor Roy Cooper, who is making me do this from my bedroom. Um, <laughs> shout out Coop. Shout out Roy Cooper. Uh, but this week, we got the regular four back back together again. Of course, we're don't cancel us. We are quarantined, I promise. Nobody's in the same room. You will hear that in the audio quality, I promise. Um, and we have a special guest, um, one of our, uh, in my opinion, one of our most special guests to date, um, lending us his time, um, his opinion, and his ear. Uh, we have Mr. Phil Lewis, Philip Lewis. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram. He is a senior, um, I'm sorry, front page editor uh, for the Huffington Post. Uh, you've probably seen and laughed at one of many of his viral, viral memes on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Phil, what, what, what's going on with you, man? How, how, how's the quarantine and all of this treating you? I'm going crazy. <laughs> I'm going crazy right now, but thanks, thanks y'all for having me on, man. No I doubt, really man. Thank you, thank you for for giving us your time. So before we start, um, I want everybody what what are the what are the three things you're doing right now to stay sane in the quarantine? Because I know we're on like we're on like week three for everybody. All our mm -hmm. hairlines look abysmal. Well, I'm bald, so you know. <laughs> yeah, your I'm, beard. I'm cool. Your beard. Look hair like, going you, back. You look like an. <laughs> You look like an unkempt James Harden. Um, but Phil, what are you doing right now to stay sane? It's trapped in your house, man. Let me see, man. So I have been doing a lot of binging. I just started Godfather of Harlem, which is really good. Godfather of Harlem follows the life of uh, Bumpy Johnson, uh, kind of a crime boss in Harlem uh, back in the 60s. He runs in a uh, Malcolm X. He runs into Cash, then Cassius Clay. He runs into... Um, Adam uh, Adam Clayton Powell, you know our, our fraternity brother. And was it? And not to cut you off, Phil, wasn't yeah. that the dude who was like the OG of um, Denzel's character in American? Yeah, Gangster? Frank Lu Frank Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's it's a good show. I recommend it. So I've been watching that. I've been watching All American. You know, <laughs> I've been watching all these all these shows just on on, on Netflix and Hulu. Yeah. I keep seeing people cooking All American on Twitter because. It's so like overly dramatic, and they be putting slow mo's on the wackest routes. If you're a former athlete, don't watch. <laughs> like if you're a former athlete, okay, I'm I'm a watch. I'm a watch. I will say this, Dre. The only reason why I like All American is because it has it has a nice little storyline, but it, some of the acting could be better. And like like you said, if you're a former athlete and you see some of them them routes they be running, like they make they make the, the little white boy look like he is. <laughs> <laughs> is it isn't that the show with Tay Diggs is the coach? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, he's, he's like coaching at like Beverly Hills High. Yeah, or Beverly like Hills that. High. Yeah. yeah, yo. So Phil, I saw you tweet today, or you tweeted today or yesterday that you've been dying laughing at all the NBA young boy memes. Man, <laughs> every single one of those, uh, like the where he's like hunched over, you know, the TikTok. Let me. I, if, you put a, if you put a gun in my head, it was like name one of his songs. I wouldn't be able to name it. <laughs> right. Those TikToks are cracking me up. No, listen, NBA Youngboy, he's an acquired taste for real. Like 
it's real so. it's real like it's real just violent like yeah. i don't know like i, I know there yeah. was that big there was that big uh thing this past weekend where i didn't know that he was dating floyd mayweather's daughter Oh yeah. Her name is her name is Ayana and he made a song 3 months ago and everybody on this call your assignment after this call is to go listen to the song. It's called Dirty Ayana and he samples Michael Jackson. <laughs> Sample And it's 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 so bad it's good. You feel me like and so uh Ayana she like caught a young boy with one of his four baby mamas. She his security kicked her out. She snuck back in and stabbed his baby mama to the point where she was critical condition in the hospital. And then like, young boy bailed funny. It's not. He, it's not. He bailed young boy bailed her out of jail. <laughs> bailed her out of jail. Woke her up that night to put her on IG live and, and called Floyd Mayweather a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that's, and it's just that, 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 accent, that new that Louisiana accent just makes everything so much more funny. <laughs> but, but yo, let's get let, let's get into two. it, man. Um, it's really hard these days to escape what our world is going through with the coronavirus. Um, we're sitting at um over a million cases worldwide. I know in North Carolina we're sitting at about three thousand cases, um, with about with several hundred deaths. Um, Phil, what what is it like? With you being a member of the media, somebody that is a part of one of the bigger, um, uh, bigger news outlets in the country, what has it been like in terms of changing your day to day life? How you're working, um, how you're consuming media, and are you like staying away from it? Like, what are you going through with that? Yeah, so uh, we, let's see, I keep a keep track of a live blog. So if you go to uh, our website, you'll see like a live blog where we kind of update pretty much everything that's happening. So we can just have one main area for you to kind of catch updates on what's happening not just in the united states but like worldwide worldwide uh for myself i i'm a remote worker already like i've worked from home uh, my team is based in new york and california i'm based here so i was already kind of used to the work from home life mm -hmm. but we have a newsroom here so usually i i like to switch it up but now it just feels like one long day <laughs> because i'm, I'm home Facts. Uh, yeah uh, for the most part, I try to stay. I, I pretty much see it all. So in my in my role, I am uh, I kind of help manage like that front page coverage. So I have to see pretty much everything that comes in from our from our reporters, from other news outlets. Uh, so I'm pretty much seeing everything that's happening like in real time. It's kind of hard to keep up with, honestly. But it's um, it's it's you know it's a challenge. But I, I I enjoy what I do. I enjoy informing the people. Yeah, man, it's it's definitely hard to keep up with um, in terms of it's hard weeding through everything. What's hysteria? What's baiting you? What outlet is correct? Do I look at CNN? Do I look at ABC? Do I look at Fox? I'm not looking at Fox. Um, <laughs> like, like, so it's, 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 it's definitely I feel you um, when you say it's, it's hard to keep up with. Um, but like, it, it's one of those things where I wanted to go away as, as quickly as possible. And us being a sports podcast, what we're kind of figuring out is how how are we going to go for in terms of putting out our content in terms of when all of the sports places and sports franchises and, and organizations are coming back. Uh, where, where what was your reaction when you saw um, the NBA suspend itself a few weeks ago? Because I know they were like the first big um, American major sport that kind of took that step. Yeah, so I, I I was I was at work when that when that happened, uh, and I saw like it dropped. It was it was kind of interesting to watch it happen in real time because I, I think 
I know that Oklahoma City Thunder were they were about to play, right? I think they were like getting ready to play uh, that night, and then uh, they had to stop because like the the news had come down that they were like suspending the season. So it was kind of crazy. I, I don't think we've seen anything like this like in any anybody living like any lifetime. So it's just really been kind of wild to see like the domino effect because I feel like after the NBA announced that and after people saw that these athletes, you know, who are like the peak humans, like as far as like the, their health, you yeah. know, can, their condition, um, once people started seeing that, hey, this can reach them too, I think people started to really take it seriously. And Adam Silver, uh, you know, to his credit, you know, he's been, he's been dealing with a lot as far as, you know, because just a couple, what, months ago, China was on his back. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. China was yeah. on his right. So he's been dealing with a lot of things, like I, I would say, with grace. Um, this is something that a lot of I think he kind of was like the model as far as like commissioners following what he's going to do after that. So uh, following what they're what they're going to do after that. So it was really interesting to kind of see it happen, like just unfold in real time. And then people's response, to, they took it way more seriously. I think once the NBA really took that decisive action. Yeah, I know um, there there's a lot of companies that kind of push it forward for the other companies. You know what I'm saying? So like with the NBA doing it, I know that, that the other kind of sports organizations were going to follow suit anyway. Yeah. I really hope that they can figure something out to finish this NBA season, but it don't, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. So we'll see. Um, yeah. Well, ESPN is, um, ESPN, they just reported that the NBA is working with uh, MBPA to find they're they're trying to see what they can do to create rapid, um, rapid yeah. assessment. You know, so the NBA is honestly, they it feels like they're doing more than the government. <laughs> like as far right, as right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're trying. The NBA, they're that's they're why basketball is my favorite sport. But I think regardless of what my favorite sport is, I think it's hard to not be a fan of how the NBA conducts itself. Yeah, of how they it's a players' league. Obviously, I think they have super likable stars. Adam Silver has done a fantastic job, and not I know you say he's been dealing with a lot. Like you know, David Stern passed away in January. Then we lost Kobe a couple weeks after that. Um, so yeah, I, I I definitely shout out to the NBA and and how they've handled everything. Go ahead, yeah. All right, quick question for you, uh, Phil. I see you got the see you got the piston shirt on and everything um, from the D. What do you think is what what do you think is the future of Detroit sports? We know they've kind of hit a rough patch. You know, obviously the Pistons have kind of hit a rough patch, and the mm. and the Lions have as well. Um, what do you think is the future of both of those teams? You know, going forward the next you know five seven years. Ooh, yeah, uh, rough patch is putting it lightly. <laughs> you're not hey, you're not the Knicks though. You're not yeah, the hey, Knicks. Hey, hey, watch your mouth, sir. <laughs> I remember going to uh, the the uh, parade when we won in two thousand four. Because the only people that thought we were going to win that series lived in Detroit. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Lakers. Um, but, you know, for the, as far as the future of uh, Detroit sports, man, I think, um, honestly, it can only go up. So uh, if, I don't know how much you all like, kind of know about, like, what's going on inside Detroit. But as far as, like, all of our major teams now play within, like, Detroit, like the downtown area. Right. So, like, Lions, the Tigers, Red Wings. Uh, Pistons, they all play in that same area. And I think that that's really brought some some new energy uh, to the city. You know, I, I think that more the teams are taking it more seriously as far as like getting back to uh, what, what what once was. Uh, the Lions want to get to what can be, you know. Right. So, yeah, um, yeah. I think it's a it's that comes with the revitalization of the city. Also, sports is a big part of that. 
you know, so I think that it's going to take, it's going to take some time, five to seven years. I, I would love it <laughs> for five to seven right. years. Might take a little longer, you, but um, I'm ready to see it. I think what was your the, reaction when, oh, good. Cal, go, Cal. Uh, I was going to say, I think one of the pieces that kind of put y'all behind was Blake Griffin, like picking up Blake Griffin. Yeah. Because I think that, that y'all so could have got, yeah, y'all could have gotten some other piece that was healthier and probably a little bit more efficient <laughs> than Blake. Blake was still kind of trying to develop his game, I felt like. And I don't know. But we'll, we'll see what y'all do. Because I, I used to love watching the Pistons when y'all had Brandon Jennings on the squad. Oh, yeah. I, I just love being able to see him play and those guys. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know. You see what was your reaction when, when uh, uh, Calvin Johnson retired? Oh, uh, so, yeah, I think I think the city cried that day. <laughs> 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 We'd never seen uh, you know, um, Skip and Shannon, they had a discussion the other day about who represents the number 81. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you saw that? Yeah, is it, yeah, is yeah. it Johnson or is it um, uh, 12? Yeah, yeah. yo. Um, and, and we've never, I don't think we've ever seen anybody with this, like the, the, the physique of a Calvin Johnson as somebody who's, what, 6'5", 2, like 240, 230, something yeah. like that. Chiseled. It's just chiseled, can jump out, can jump out the stadium. You know, we never seen anybody like that. And he, he you know, when he retired, he, he retired what? And he played like what? Maybe ten? nine years, I think. Nine, years? nine or ten. Yeah, you know, but he was just he was stuck in a place that he was never going to go anywhere. You know, and he and he right. figured that his his mental, you know, his his mind was more important than you know, uh, staying stand in a rut. And I, I can't fault him for that. You know, so. Yeah. I, I think a lot of times people talk about um, players being the uh, the product of their environment or being a product of the system that they're in. And for as long as I can remember, like I remember, like the Lions were were okay with Barry Sanders. You know what I'm saying? Like they they were they were they were you know okay. But Calvin John, but they were oh, they've never been a good team. Calvin Johnson, his his talent superseded that, and that and that's very rare, you know, in in this day and age. So I would have loved to have seen him with. Like with an organization that that was really trying to do something, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you you, you don't want to say his career was wasted, but it was wasted. He, yeah. Calvin Johnson, he played nine seasons. In those nine seasons, he only missed five games, eleven thousand six hundred yards, eighty three yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, nine yeah. balling. That he he's probably, in all honesty, in the last you know fifteen twenty years. He's he really might be like top five most dominant players in the NFL. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I remember I remember at his peak, I think it was the year he almost went for like two thousand yards. They were the Lions were at the goal line and he was out wide and they had two corners like pressing him. Like almost like it was like a punt. And I thought that was just like the craziest thing in the world because you never see that. Like yeah. how you were saying, Phil, like Someone with his physique and being able to jump out the gym, fly like a gazelle. The closest thing is Julio, but he's even bigger than Julio is now. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I just feel like he's kind of forgotten. He's kind of you know forgotten because T.O. was much more pulverizing and you know had a longer career. But Calvin yeah. Johnson was the truth. So, it was just crazy because he been, had all of it. he had the whole package, whole package. It was it was no lack route running all that. We're also brought to you by Patreon. 
For just one, three, or five dollars a month, you can unlock exclusive content, monthly giveaways, and behind the scenes access to our podcast. Follow us on patreon.com at the finish line podcast. So, as we move forward in the sports world, um, the big question is when are all of the uh, major sports organizations coming back? The NBA cut itself short. They're looking at last week, Woes reported that they were going to probably cancel the season. And now we're looking at they might be coming back. The MLB was supposed to start two weeks ago. The NFL, we don't know. Donald Trump said he met with all of the major sports commissioners last Saturday um, and said that he wants the NBA and the NFL to be part of what rejuvenates the economy and what rejuvenates society and brings us back out. What do you, what do you think is, you know, worst case scenario, we don't get any sports for the rest of 2020. Mid-case scenario, we get sports with no fans. What do you think that would look like in terms of how we should proceed? Should the NBA come back with a modified schedule in June or July? Like, or should the NFL even start at all? Because as soon as one of these players contracts the virus, then what happens? Yeah, so that's, yeah, so that's, that's the million-dollar question right now, right? Like, I think the NBA, they're all sitting like all of the officials right now they're all sitting around trying to figure out what is the best way i mean i i know you all saw that they were trying to come up with horse right <laughs> like we just want to do horse. <laughs> we just want to find ways to like keep keep the fandom energized because i think i think what uh sports leaders know like people in the industry know and i think what what trump even knows right is that sports are kind of like they're a foundational aspect of american life absolutely and, and so and so it's just without with, with when people don't People come home to watch sports, you know, come home from a terrible day. They want to see LeBron skying through the air. They want to see Calvin Johnson, you know, <laughs> catching that ball. Right. Like those, those are sorts of the things that are important to people and people will pay to do it, you know, so it's and pay to watch it. Right. So um, they're trying to figure out what ways they can do it. Uh, I think the NFL probably will ultimately start. I, I'm more curious about what the NBA is going to do right. uh, because they're right in the middle of it. Uh, they are the ones that seem to be taking the lead out on these things. So it seems to me that the NBA will probably, my, my thing is that I think the NBA will probably start back up, but the issue may not be if they open the doors and say, hey, everybody come back. People are not going to want to. You yeah. know, that's what's going to, that's what's, like, that's what's really going to affect kind of like sports <laughs> because they can open the doors tomorrow. Like Trump can get on, uh, get in the press briefing and say, hey, this whole thing is done. Come on back. It's going to it's going to take people, I would say, at least a good year before they can come out and really use, you you won't start seeing brunches and you know things like that, you know day parties and stuff like that. Probably for a little while. This this thing is it's <laughs> shut that kind of thing down. Yeah. Big, well, well, if, if, they, if those if those tickets are cheap because ain't nobody trying to go. I think all of us at at one point or another, we all watch wrestling growing up. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Everybody everybody watched wrestling at one point in time. So I yeah. was so starving for some type of sports entertainment that I tuned into WrestleMania this past weekend. And it was it was WrestleMania with no fans. With no and fans. It was, it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was, and so what it what it kind of opened my eyes to was one wrestling. A lot of what brings people into wrestling is the entrances, the fandom, the the fan reaction to the punches and jumping off the top rope. And it was my first real 
glimpse at what sports without fans would look like. Hold on, hold on, Dre. They were still doing the interests without... It, bro, the, it, it was the show <laughs> without fans. It was exactly how it would look with no fans. Listen, I have, I have a solution for all of this. Okay, hear me out. Hear me okay, out. Okay, Redham Spoons, go ahead. This is what you need to do. You have people still buy tickets to the games, right? You, you sell them low, like Y.A. said. Mm. But what you do instead is you a, you allow them on some type of device. So you put cameras like a, a little iPhone 7 Plus on each seat and you allow them to be able to FaceTime in. You'll still be able to get the volume from what a regular fan is. You'll still get the game type view. It's not you being in the game, but you're able to kind of at least FaceTime in to the game where fans can still be heard. And if they act out of character, they cut your video. <laughs> Just saying, why not? Calvin, that is an awful idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. That is an awful. That just sounds like you're watching the game on your phone. <laughs> that is, that is, that is, that is, Calvin, what am I saying? Help the people in the court, though. So, like, no, when, when, when LeBron is out there, he can go look at that camera and, and see 231, CB, or C8, and, like, yo, what's up, Yo, yo, okay, Calvin, what? Yo, the issue, the issue with your idea is that what, what about if the person 231 is naked-ass twerking <laughs> on their feet Literally. or they doing something untoward? Like, it ain't going to work, man. Listen, like I said, it would be monitored, so when you start acting Calvin. up, just like in the games. No, dude, no, right Calvin. Okay, listen. Yo, people lost their mind when Lizzo came to the game in a thong. You, you going to give people their face time to their to they bedroom? Hell no, man. Yo, <laughs> man. Hell no. So with the, the episode, I think we, we, we all agree, Phil, that the NBA was having one of its best seasons that I've seen in a decade. Yes. Um, like I was, I was, so, I remember talking on our podcast over the summer. I'm like, I'm so hyped. I was like a kid in the candy store. Kawhi goes to LA. LeBron, he's he's geeked up in, in LA. AD is there. We got the East is looking as strong as it has in years. What, what, what do you think? What were you looking forward to the most with this NBA postseason coming up? Like, what were you looking forward yeah. to seeing the most? Let's see. I, I was looking forward to seeing uh, the obviously the Battle of LA. So I was obviously looking forward to maybe a Western Conference uh, matchup with that. Um, I, but I was also looking to see if Zion was going to be able to pull the Pelicans. Um, Zion, Lonzo, Bi, we're, we're going to be able to pull the Pelicans to that eighth that eighth seed because they were like what maybe a game or two behind um, behind Memphis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. that was gonna happen. Um, on the east, on the east side, I guess. I mean, I, I really felt like Giannis was pretty much just gonna run the Bucks because they're they're a really solid team. I think they were just gonna ravage the the Eastern Conference. Um, but yeah, that I, I guess L.A. seeing like what was gonna happen because we we wanted to see if um, if Kawhi could really just drag that team. I I guess not drag because they're a great team, Clippers. But I wanted to see if Kawhi was gonna be able to go back to the finals. Uh, that's I mean. If, if he, if Kawhi had won, or if he does win, you know, pending a pending his uh, cancellation of the season, if he does win, um, you have to start talking about somebody that has won three championships with three different teams, you know, as as one yep. as top <laughs> top to ever play the game, right? Yeah, you know. So I was really curious about that. Come get all things CBD at Rico Creations. She sells bath bombs, fairy dust, and soaps made with full-spectrum hemp oil and offers edibles that have 100% pure CBD. Follow her on Twitter at Rico underscore Suave. 
qu- question for you, Phil. We we talked earlier about you know just the, for lack of a better term, the rough patch that the that the Pistons and you know the Lions have gone through. Me personally, I'm a Sixers fan, and we were when we were going through the whole the process stuff and just losing on purpose. I had to get a second team. I had I couldn't just turn. You know they, they weren't showing the six, they they weren't showing the Sixers at all. So that's when I that's when my fandom of LeBron came, and I just. Wherever LeBron go, I'm a, I'm a kind of root for that team. Tra- Trader. Oh, you a traitor. No I'm not going to purchase no gear to other team, but I, I'll watch them. That's the team I kind of follow. Do you have that in the NBA or NFL, or do you just rock with your boys? Like a team that I follow? Uh, Yes. Let me see. Who do I follow? Um, Yeah, so I do. I, I would say I'm I'm pretty generally a, a NBA fan. Like, I just like if, if, if the game is fun to watch, I like to watch. Uh. But since that's a cop out, <laughs> I would say that I I really have been I don't know I I've been following Kawhi for a while since the Spurs and so I've pretty much just been watching his progression I guess if I can't say a team and I've been I've been watching him with the Spurs with the Raptors and, and with the Clippers I, I try to catch games that he's playing because I just he's just kind of an anomaly to me as far as like a NBA player like a like a celebrity like he doesn't have that demeanor and so he's he's very interesting to me as a player. Um, but also off the court. So I, I just try to watch him and follow him around. He's a very weird person. Yeah. He's a fun guy. He's a fun yeah. guy. Yo, he, yo, he, he was boy, in a strip club. Cool. Yo, he was in a strip club with a straight face and a hoodie on. <laughs> <laughs> a New Balance hoodie say, I will say that the Battle of L.A., the Clippers versus the Lakers, that's the Western Conference Finals we deserved. And I'm scared because it say the NBA season is canceled. I hate that LeBron is losing, no matter it, how well you think he's going to do next year, I hate that he's losing a year in, like, the most fragile part of his career because he's 35, going yeah. on 36. He only has one more, like, real year left on his contract before it's an option. Um, so that, that, that really that, that hurts my heart to, that we're yeah. not – we might not, and even if we do get it, it might be watered down. There won't be any fans. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they might play best of five series. So that's disappointing. Yeah, you know, it's 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 really. I I don't know how how much longer LeBron has in the tank, but I think that there is there's never been a player that's been at the top of his game at his age. You know, like LeBron has been, and you can make the case for Kobe, right? But yeah. Um, after Kobe got injured, you know, he wasn't quite the same, right? But LeBron has has never had any significant, like I would say significant injuries. You know, he's kept his body pretty much tip top. Um, so I, I would say he's probably got another couple couple more years. He wants to stay in the league as long as his son can kind of right there, whatever. He's going to get drafted to L.A., I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you now. They're going to ride Listen. off in the sunset, get him a ring. No, Start I, off right. Stop. Yeah, I, I, I think right. I think um, like when when they asked LeBron if if the rest was good for him, and he was kind of intimating that now nah, he needs to stay like active. I think I think in the long run, like you see, like <clears throat> I think next year he, he he I think he may come out and be just as as aggressive as he was this year because at the beginning of, at the end of last year he had that long break. You see what I'm saying? He had he hadn't had that since what his like second year in the league. So, so even though it's unfortunate this year didn't end as well, I feel like by the time next year rolls around, he's gonna be he's gonna be right right back where he started. Now, had the season played out like it was supposed to, I think next year would have been the year that he kind of took a a step back 
because yeah. at 36, like nobody's expecting you to you know to keep it up. But I, I feel like the Rona has helped him out in the long run. The Rona. The Rona. <laughs> the Rona. Madam Madam Zarona. Um <laughs> so question question for everybody present. If you had to end the coronavirus for everything to be back to normal, if you had to sacrifice one sports franchise in any sport, and did not nobody's dying, just sacrifice, they cease to exist. What franchise would you sacrifice in any sport to end the coronavirus tomorrow? The Cleveland Browns, right now. Get them out of there. <laughs> What'd you say, Phil? I said, put them out the misery, the Browns. Get them out of there, man. Hey, if everybody says the Knicks, I'm coming to see you and I'm coughing in your face. <laughs> Go ahead, Wyatt. Go that, ahead. That's, that is exactly who I was about to say. The New York Knicks. The waste of the biggest city in the world. They're in the world and can't win nothing. There's never relevant. What's going on? Can't, What's can't. going on with your boy Kenny Knox, man? Man, I have no idea. Oh, he was going, <laughs> he was like going up, but then. No, you, you, you know what I think it is? I think, I think when um, what what's old boy uh, dude that just got fired. Name Fizzle. Yeah, yeah. When when Fizzle got there, I think he was earnest in trying to de- develop the young players and actually do like a good job. But by the time it got to the end of his tenure and you got like these interim coaches, yeah, their mindset was like, yo, we ain't trying to develop none of these niggas. We trying to we trying to get these dubs. So we going so like so the young players like suffer they, they suffer in that. You know what I'm saying? And and he, he was an excellent player. I think he went to Kentucky. Good player, you know, his first year had a, a good um rookie season, but you you know, you kind of get lost in the sauce and people trying to keep jobs and Maneuver and all type of stuff. That just that um, goes down to having a trash organization. So I agree yeah. with Wanya. Get the Knicks out of there too. Get the Knicks out of get there. Get them out of there. Let, let, out of there. Let, let KD and Kyrie run New York, man. Let Brooklyn do his thing. Listen, Brooklyn. You know what? We we gonna get we gonna get to this today, okay? We gonna get <laughs> yeah. to it. If 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 I had to pick a franchise, um, I'd pick the Cowboys, and only because. I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a a diehard Giants fan. You know I'm New York everything. So mm-hmm. so if I had the opportunity to take out a rival, I would absolutely do that. Honestly, I'd get rid of the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. I'm not here to get rid of rivals. I'm here to get rid of people that don't deserve to be here. <laughs> how you have Marvin Lewis was the coach of the Bengals for how long? Sixteen years. years. No, before 16. I was before I was born. Yeah, he was he was coaching for a while, bro. <laughs> Early nineties, and you didn't you didn't win one playoff game. Hey, so hey, nah, but for real though, salute to that organization for keeping a brother around for that. Nah, nah, nah. I got to commit that that's why we ain't never seen that. That you know that that's true, but that's, that's still true. trash though. The closest would be Mike Tomlin, but Mike Tomlin actually has got a ring. So what? Yeah, different. yeah. No, I'm saying, yeah. of, I'm saying of like a person of color or a black coach that's been with the team for pretty, you know, since yeah, long, but, yeah. But, but the 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 minor difference is that Mike Tomlin actually wins games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a slight I difference. Of, I would get rid of Charlotte, uh, Charlotte Hornets. Just oh, yeah. wow. It's like, why? Like, did we you... in North Carolina, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, did, did, did we need them? Hey, honestly, you know what? <laughs> you are right. Bro. You're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. You're not, not wrong. wrong. Listen, bro. Jordan ain't doing nothing with that organization. Yeah. So. I, honestly, bro, I'm really interested to see. I know Bron's going to own a team in some way, shape, or form. 
after he yeah. retires. Yeah. And that's just going to be another, like, notch on Bron mm-hmm. being better than Jordan. Phil, who's better? Who you got? Bron or Jordan is the GOAT. I know that I just hit the, hit you out of nowhere. Yeah. No, no, no. So I'm, You're on I'm, the spot. I'm obviously taking Michael Jordan. Yes. Yeah. Because he just yeah. – it's, it's so hard because it's, – it's hard because – Jordan, Jordan was before. I mean, Jordan was before LeBron, right? And and, w- and when you are already cemented in people's lives as you are the greatest basketball player to ever play the game, and not just, but not even just that. Like you revolutionized like the way people wear like shoes, like <laughs> the way per- purchasing shoes. People remember Space Jam. Like you, mm-hmm. you changed the game in 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 so many different ways. Uh, and LeBron is like he's doing that for a new generation, but. I mean, even for people our age, like like Jordan was still like that, you know, that person, you know, like that that goat. So it's just it's hard for me to say LeBron, even though LeBron is um I mean, you can't go up against a six and oh finals record if you were just want to talk about like basketball, right? And then outside of everything else that Jordan did, uh so it's yeah, I gotta I just gotta go with Jordan. Some people will just always be the goat. Can can Bron do anything to surpass Jordan in your opinion? To me, I think if he wins, like, another MVP and another chip, and then obviously gets final MVP with that, I think, in my opinion, he would pass Jordan. Is there anything that he can do, in your opinion, that will make him pass him? I, I don't think there's anything that LeBron James can do. Uh, wow. To, wow. It's, even, even if he got a three-peat? Like, let's say, for instance, like, L, they, they shorten the season, LA gets three more now? <laughs> Yeah, why not? Why? why? Oh, my three? God. Most of the argument that goes against LeBron is the fact that he has three rings as opposed to six. But also LeBron is the only player to go to non-consecutive finals. Yeah, okay. that, That's something ain't nobody ever Calvin, That's true, but Calvin, like, listen to how outrageous your suggestion has yeah. to be. For him to pass to Jordan, yeah. like, like we we know that's that not gonna happen. happen. It ain't gonna happen. I, I think, I, like, I don't think there's anything that that LeBron can do. Um, because I think he, he's already missed his opportunity. Had, had he already had like one or two more chips, you know, under his belt, he would have had a, like a better argument to make. But for for yo, Jordan never saw a game seven in the finals. That says a lot. Yo, in the NBA, where back in the day defense was on a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? Like, like shoot, like Jordan didn't break through because the Pistons were, were, were beating his ass, quite literally. You know what and I'm saying? Bron, and Bron couldn't break through because the Warriors teamed up and made the greatest team. Right. And, but I, what I will say this, Wanye, Bron was supposed to win that first ring against the Mavs. That's that's where what? he messed up. That's that where he messed up. We were supposed that to win that. That was the one that got away. That was the one yeah. that got away. That was, that was definitely the one. Um, Phil, how, are you looking forward to the Jordan documentary dropping in, I think, oh, next man. next week? Yes, yeah, uh, April nineteenth, I think. Yeah, April nineteenth. Uh, I'm I'm definitely gonna watch that. I watched. Do y'all do y'all remember uh, Jordan to the Max? Uh, you can watch it. It's it's the IMAX the IMAX uh, movie that they did back in the. This was back in the day. Okay, like, it's yeah, ringing the bell, but I never saw it. I've never yeah, seen it before. I think you can watch that on YouTube. Yeah, it was it was like when IMAX first came out. You know, um, they did the Jordan to the Max documentary, uh, and that was really good. I I feel like this is gonna be even better. Uh, you know, so I'm I'm just really curious to see like if Jordan is involved in it. Like I don't know, I don't, I really don't know too many details. I don't know if he's like in it or like if they have any discussion. Because you know, for a lot of these, Jordan is pretty reclusive. So I'll be curious to see if he is in it. Like what 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 did he have to do do with it? You know, so I'm curious about that. And um, I just love seeing old footage. 
you know, because I'm, uh, I think that there are two types of NBA fans. There are, there are Jordan fans, um, but then there are LeBron fans who think that Jordan played against plumbers, you know, his, <laughs> you know, his whole time. <laughs> so right. it's like, I think that this, this documentary should pe- show people like the level, yes. of talent, the level of talent that like, he was facing, you know, um, in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I think people, I think people think that anything before 2000, was just electricians and plumbers and cafeteria <laughs> workers. Yeah. When I'm a proponent that that's what it was in the 50s and 60s, okay. but I feel like a lot of people forget that Jordan, what, his last ring was five years before LeBron was drafted. So, like, their, you know what I'm saying, his last season was the year LeBron got drafted. So their their eras and their generations kind of overlap or are closer than a lot of people think. LeBron just, like, picked up the torch right where Jordan right. set it down. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but we just talked for 40 minutes, guys. I don't think we, I don't think we realized that. Uh, But this, this this concludes uh, the second episode of our quarantined edition finish line podcast brought to you by Roy Cooper. Roy, we love you, dog. Come, uh, come take a a shot with us. You know what I'm saying? Or not. He might have the Rona. But Phil, Phil, we Truly, truly appreciate you uh, giving us some of your time um, and your busy, busy schedule uh, to come rock with us and talk to us about about anything, everything sports. We're definitely going to have you on again um, uh, after all the Rona is said and done to see what our world looks like then. Um, But appreciate you, man.